Leo, what do you like better, cake or trees? Cake. Hey, Zoo, do you like football battle or mom? Mom. Hi, my name's Ellie. Welcome to the tightrope. Hi, my name is Leo. This is a podcast where we look for balance in our busyness and opportunity in our mess. No podcast will ever give you balance and clarity forever and ever and ever, but it might help you take a step forward. Last night, Leo and Zaley were playing a game in the back seat. Do you like whatever random object better or whatever other random object better? And at some point, Jesus got into the mix. Do you like Jesus better or I forget exactly what it was that they said, but it immediately had me thinking about the season of Lent. And part of the aim and goal of our Lenten sacrifice is to establish that we prefer Jesus to everything else in our lives. It may be that there are some listeners who are already struggling a little bit with their Lenten penances. And if you're struggling, it's it's okay because it reveals the whole point of Lent, that we do, on a lot of levels, prefer other things to Christ. That the very first commandment to love the Lord our God with our whole heart and our whole soul That's something that we haven't quite got down yet. Most of us would say, yeah, I follow the first commandment. I'm not worshiping Baal of Peor or any sort of explicit pagan deity. And yet there are other things that are a bit of an idol in our lives, perhaps. And I think this is revealed during the season of Lent. So if there's a tension, um, rather than beat yourself up about it, remember that this is the whole aim and goal of Lent, to orient ourselves so that we prefer nothing whatsoever to Christ. This is a, a pretty much a quote from the rule of St. Benedict, that in writing a rule for monks, he, he puts that as, as the aim, the end, the goal of the entire rule is to prefer nothing whatsoever to Christ. And I think there are some other things in the rule of St. Benedict that may give us a little bit of help any time of year, but especially during the season of Lent. One aim or goal of the rule of St. Benedict was to prevent monks from being too extreme. It was to prevent them from being lax to, to being monks that just sort of kick back and relax a little too much, but it was also to prevent the wrong kind of asceticism. Asceticism is is a self-denial that we engage in in order to bind ourselves more closely to the love of Christ. But the problem is that that asceticism can become a a sort of self-punishment for its own sake, or it can become a little bit of of a competition or, or a boast. And Benedict guarded the monks against the wrong kind of asceticism by instilling balance in the rule. You may note that if you pull a rubber band too tightly, um, then it'll eventually snap. And for ourselves in our Lenten practices, we want to ensure that we haven't set a rubber band into motion during the season of Lent. If we want to prefer nothing whatsoever to Christ, we don't want to set up unrealistic expectations or goals, or we don't want to set ourselves up for the kind of fast that uh, will eventually cause us to snap. So there's there's a bit of interior wisdom that's needed for this, um, but really, uh, St. Benedict gives us a, a kind of recipe for this too. It's in balancing out our prayer and our work, and in balancing these things to ensure that what it is that we're doing is constantly fueled by prayer, and a prayer that also, to kind of go back to St. Benedict again, listens with the ear of the heart to what it is that Christ is prompting us to, um, then we'll, we'll do better to ensure that we're doing Lent in the right way 
and we're doing what we're doing for the right reasons. So when we fast, the, the point of our fasting is, is not just to, uh, to say that we did. It's not just because it's a cultural thing. It's not even so that we can flex our, um, our, the muscles of our will. It's not even so that, uh, that we can say we love God more than the guy next to us. It's so that we can be ordered in our hearts, that, that everything that God made can be enjoyed in his proper way, in his proper balance. It's also so that we can follow Jesus into the desert. It also is, is a bit of a, of a spiritual um, a spiritual communion that we engage in. I don't know exactly why it works, but Jesus says that um, that fasting and prayer work together. And the tradition of the church reminds us that that fasting and prayer often work together. I don't know why it's more effective that way, but perhaps it just it uh, it means that there is a fuller alignment of our will and our minds and our hearts. So if you're struggling with your fast, um, put it in a deeper context and remember what you're trying to do is prefer nothing to Christ. And if you've discovered that you have some other things that maybe in your gut you tend to prefer to Christ. Remember, that's why you're fasting in the first place. And I talked about this last line, but if you fail in a fast, if you find yourself headlong into a Hershey bar and you gave up chocolate, or if you find yourself um, an hour into a Netflix binge and you gave up Netflix, then turn it off, take a deep breath, enter into that prayer, which will help you in your work. And, uh, and align yourself to the mind and heart of Christ, which is the, the point of this whole Lenten thing. So what do you like better? Do you like cake or Jesus? Well, obviously on paper and in, in the core of our minds, it's Jesus, but, but maybe our stomach hasn't quite figured that out yet. And Lent is a season where we can start to put all these things together. So I just want to encourage you um, on this Lenten journey, if you're like me, you you come up with a, a penance and it's a pretty good and clear prescription and you do great on Ash Wednesday and then um, the real grind sort of sets in. But, but the recipe for, for success is to have the right mind and heart. And so I encourage you, maybe even take a look at that, that rule of St. Benedict. And uh, remember to be balanced in your prayer and your work. Remember that the aim of your asceticism is, is to prefer nothing whatsoever to Christ. And for Ascension, I'm Colin McIver reminding you to keep your balance and take a step forward.